the group. Nova checked her watch. It was just on 6 p.m. There was still half an hour until the first of the new group would arrive. Nova picked up two of the chairs that were stacked on top of each other in the storeroom behind her office and carried them with her into her office before returning to retrieve the next couple, and then again until there were six chairs in total. Nova was expecting six patients tonight. They'd all been working with her individually for a minimum of two years now. Most had been seeing her longer than that, and one had been working with her for six years. Nova was still a relatively young therapist. She was 38 years old and had moved to Latrobe after gaining a job at the university as a lecturer in the psychotherapy program. She was excited to be beginning group tonight with these patients as she knew they would gain much from working through and experiencing themselves in the moment with the ever-changing dynamics. This would go a long way to helping them to express themselves in a way they could further take with them into their private worlds in the support of authentic lives. Nova placed the last chairs in the circle before looking over the placement of each, then using her foot to shift one this way or that, straightening out any higgledy-piggledyness. Nova looked about the her therapy room. She loved the room. It was calming, although not demandingly so, as it also welcomed whatever utterances that needed to be expressed, including everything beyond sorrow, rage, joy, and bafflement, and the like. Nova returned to her desk and sat at it to make a note of who was attending tonight and to look over all she wanted to share with everyone regarding the group rules. Everyone had been excited about the group tonight, as it was the first group work any of them had experienced. Although there was excitement, theirs was also a level of anxiety in varying degrees, expressed by mostly everyone. Nova expected tonight to be fairly predictable, as people generally used polite social rules and held their tongues in the face of much they would be curious about to begin with. It would likely be the only time each of them would experience each other as simply polite, orderly, and gracious. There was much work to do, and Nova was excited to be part of this interesting group of people finding greater depth and personal emotional freedom. Each patient had a good level of psychological mindedness, as they had already explored with Nova many of the ubiquitous patterns they repeated and knew what stubbornly held them back from being all they could be in relationships with others. Living life constrained by inner turmoils that restricted each individual from asking more for themselves and others had led to deep frustrations, fears, and discontent in their daily lives, no matter the achievements that they had reached professionally. Nova looked over the patient list. First, there was Reginald. He was a successful banker with a troubling fear of abandonment. He had been referred to her from another psychotherapist that had recently retired due to ill health. 
Reginald surrounded himself with money as it was his currency to secure people in his life, all the while feeling if it weren't for his generosity to others, he would surely be left alone. He feared emotional bankruptcy. Then there was Helena. She was a computer analyst who remained living with her alcoholic ex-husband. Although she had fought hard for a divorce, she couldn't finalize her action by leaving the family home, so lived a miserable life in the spare room, bound by misguided loyalty. Tony was next. He was a pediatric nurse. He worked over and above his hours at the hospital and always took the lead in starting fundraisers for new equipment in the pediatric ward. Tony spent his life focused on the sick children and their worried families and was regarded highly as a very caring and committed nurse. Tony felt he mattered in his role and felt seen in his scrubs. However, out of uniform, he believed he was invisible to the world. Trixie was the fourth name on the list. Trixie was a vivacious hairdresser, attractive and fun, always looking for the next party. She had shocked her friends when they learned she had taken overdose and was rushed to hospital to get her stomach pumped. It was two years since then, however. Despite her return to her gregarious behavior, flamboyant clothing and wild hair, she remained depressed. Dolly was the fifth person on the group list. Dolly was a programs manager in local government. She knew her subordinates at work feared her. She had a particular way of unsettling her staff and used this to control her professional world. At home, though, Dolly was overwhelmed by her children and husband as they each ran their own game. There was no cohesion in the family unit. She lived between two worlds, control and chaos. Finally, there was Paul, a philosophical artist. He lived his life through his art. He was the most welcoming in nature of the group. However, in, in turn, this led to a life full of strangers, as people would breeze in and out of his world as they willed. Paul found it difficult to claim a piece of the world for himself without finding solace in alcohol to help mute the cacophony of all who entered his world. Nova had a genuine like for all of these people. She cared deeply about the work she did and was considered about the group dynamic and all that each person would bring with them tonight. Nova looked at her watch again. It was 6.20 p.m. The buzzer sounded as the first of the group members had arrived. Within the next 10 minutes, they would all be here, ready to begin exploring and experiencing a new way of being with themselves and others. Nova opened the door to see Trixie waiting to enter. Hello, Nova said, nodding her head as she ushered them both inside. Please come through and take a seat. The buzzer sounded again as more of the group gathered to be led inside. Hello, Nova welcomed Tony, Paul, and Helena inside and repeated her direction for them all to take a seat. Dolly was now the only participant left to arrive. As the new group members found a seat, Nova was interested in their choices of where to sit. Reginald had tucked himself into the chair that sat in the corner of the room looking out into the doorway. Trixie sat opposite him with her book back to the opening. Tony had sat 
beside Reginald, intuitively guided by Reginald's repressed presence that seemed childlike as he smiled a nervous smile that was contradicted by his smart, expensive business suit. Helena sat on the other side of Reginald, leaving an empty chair for the remaining member, Dolly, to fill. Paul had seated himself in the chair between Tony and Nova's swivel chair. There's a pitcher of water on the side table if anyone would like a drink, and there are tissues beside that, Nova announced, still standing as they waited for the final group member to arrive. We will begin the group in just three minutes. I hope everyone is comfortable in their chairs. Everyone nodded they were comfortable enough physically. The buzzer sounded again. Dolly had arrived and was welcomed inside by Nova. The group had begun idle chatter about how cold the weather was lately, filling in the space in the room while I waited to begin. Well, I suppose I get the broken chair, hey? Dolly announced before sitting down. I always miss out, she said under her breath. Nova was interested in Dolly's remark and made a note to herself to explore this after introducing the group members and discussing the group rules, the purpose for group, and expectations of what is hoped for regarding greater insight into self-other dynamics. Nova took her place amongst the group. She smiled warmly as she began her welcome. It's good to see you all made it here tonight on time. I know some of you have a little further to come than others, so thank you for being considerate of our starting time. I suppose it's one of the fundamentals of the group rules that help us all to understand an agreed-upon boundary for us to consider many things about each other and ourselves. First, I would like to talk a little about group therapy and what my stance is regarding us meeting weekly. Then I will outline some of our rules about being together. And finally, I will ask you to introduce yourself to the group and perhaps share some thoughts about why you're here and what you hope to achieve. As you all know, I work with you all individually in one-to-one sessions, so there is already an understanding about the purpose of psychoanalytic exploration, which assists us acknowledging patterns of how we experience and behave in the world. However, the group dyad, consisting of the group as one and me as therapist, I believe will give you all greater opportunity to challenge conflicting emotions, interpretations, and expressions as you begin to allow yourselves to experience more that challenges your own frame of thinking and experiencing others. Most of the group members nodded along with Nova as she spoke. So the aim of group therapy is to help develop a greater confidence in interpersonal relations while becoming aware of your own feelings and expressing them in a way you feel connected and understood. It is not uncommon for us to have developed a less than helpful way of being in the world as we repeat or reenact patterns we learned in our original group of origin, our family. This group will also in time be like a family system as roles are established and played out just as they do in the outside world. This makes group very interesting and at times a challenging experience as you come to better understand your own and others' ways of interpreting and responding with each other. Everyone was listening and nodding, acknowledging Nova as she spoke, except Dolly. Dolly seemed distracted by her purse and had begun rummaging through it, seemingly unaware of the disturbance she created. Nova paused. Dolly, is there something you need right now? Should we wait for you to find what you're looking for? Nova asked her. 
Dolly waved her hand at Nova, not looking up as she continued digging in her purse. No, don't wait for me. Keep talking. I'm listening, she replied matter-of-factly. The room was silent except for the rustle of items being smacked about in the purse. Dolly, I'm wondering what might be distracting your attention from being with us right now, Nova pressed. Dolly looked up from her bag and noticed the group waiting for her. Oh, don't worry about it. I suppose I will have to wait until after this finishes. Go on, keep talking, she said, placing her bag under her chair, then clasping her hands together dramatically, as if to demonstrate restraining herself. Paul smiled a little as he watched Dolly fight for the group's attention, passive-aggressively. He was always fascinated by some people's need to create noise in others' worlds. Nova continued to speak with the group about the unique experiences they were all about to share with each other, and the opportunity to build greater personal insights into themselves and others in the group. No one had any questions so far, so Nova continued onto the group rules. Punctuality was important, as it was essential to maintaining healthy boundaries and respect for others' time and what was shared in group. Confidentiality was shared as essential, as the group space needed to be experienced by all as a safe place with which to experience without fear of it being shared outside of the group. First names only and no identifying work motifs were allowed. All group members could leave group at any time, although would not automatically be reinstated into group without group consideration. Potential new group members would be welcomed into group only if there was group consensus due to timing of topics and transferences being explored at the time. Nova shared the likelihood of high emotionality being evoked in group, including hostility at times. However, no group member is allowed to stand whilst participating. All members must remain seated whilst group is in session. Standing is not allowed, as it can be interpreted as threatening. Nova continued to outline the group rules, including notifying of a cancellation, holidays, and other. Nova checked in with everyone as they nodded, ready to move on to introducing themselves to the group. So, would someone like to begin? Remember, there's no need to share your workplace as it relates to the confidentiality I mentioned earlier. So, who would like to begin? Nova repeated. I'll go first, Trixie said, smiling, then took a deep breath in before beginning. Well, I'm Trixie. I'm a hairdresser, as you probably can tell. Anyway, I'm here to get more in touch with myself. Don't get me wrong, I totally get who I am. It's just, well, when you look like me, everyone assumes you've got it all together. Well, I mostly do, and I can talk the leg off a chair. You know, I talk to clients all day. You have to be upbeat in my profession. No one wants a droopy drawers hairdresser. Anyway, I love being a hairdresser. I've got a great boyfriend and a dog, and um, I think that's all. Trixie shared, feeling relieved her part was over for now. Thanks, Trixie, Nova smiled, then looked around at who wanted to be next. Tony leaned forward. Well, I suppose I'll go next, he said. Um, I'm Tony. This is my first time in therapy, and I'm kind of amazed at what I've come to know so far. Like, I always knew, but not in the way I know now. I suppose I have a deeper understanding about my own history and some of the patterns I can't seem to break right now. I'm a rescuer. 
And that's why I'm here with you brave folks to give me feedback and hopefully I'll have something worthwhile to offer you in return. Yeah, um, that's it for now. Okay, Helena said, raising her eyebrows and exhaling deeply before continuing. My name is Helena. I'm looking to build up a little bit of courage to move on with my life. I'm divorced, but still live in the family home. I know it's time to go, but, well, my ex-husband doesn't do so well on his own. So, well, I'm just waiting for the right time, Helena shared. Ha, that's a new one, Dolly called out. Got the guts to divorce, but you still live at home? Dolly shook her head. Nova raised her brows as she looked at Dolly, still shaking her head while looking at the floor. Dolly, I'm sure there will be much new to you in this group. Thanks, Helena. You say you're hopeful to build more courage, and I believe being here tonight has taken just that, Nova acknowledged. Dolly, would you introduce yourself to the group next, Nova asked. Dolly looked up and rolled her eyes. Very well, if I must, she exclaimed dramatically. Well, I suppose I'm here because I work hard and no one appreciates it. But, oh no, the minute I take my foot off the gas, you should hear the complaints. I do everything. Really, if it weren't for me, not much would get done in this city. Of course, I'm not the only one running the show, but if I don't keep them in line, believe me, this city would only have half the festivals and well-maintained parks and gardens as it does, Dolly exclaimed. So, Dolly, would you share what you hope to achieve from this group, Nova asked. Yeah, well, that's the thing that frustrates me most. I yell and scream and no one listens. It's always up to me to get things done. The group was silent for a moment, sitting with what had been shared so far. Reginald was next. Hello, everyone. I'm Reginald. I can relate to you all so far. I want to be more in touch with myself while others think I've got it all together. Something like you described, Trixie. And I find myself driven to rescue others, like you reported, Tony. And gaining more courage, as Helena wished, would be more beneficial to me, too. You're all making sense. I hope I have something worthwhile to share. I wouldn't want to be asked to leave, Reginald said. I suppose I fear being rejected by you all. Nova nodded. Thank you, Reginald. I'm sure what you have shared will be better understood by all in time, including yourself. How do you feel presently? Reginald smiled broadly. I feel hopeful, Nova. Thank you, everyone. Nova smiled and turned to Paul, the final group member, to introduce himself. Thanks, Reg. Oh, is it okay if I call you, Reg? Paul asked. I'm Paul. I'm an artist. I tend to live and let live, but sometimes... I drink too much, and next thing you know, four or five homeless guys have moved into my place. Not that I mind awfully, it's just they aren't always the nicest guys. A couple of years ago, I met two great street artists. They're pretty much starving, you know. Anyway, one of them, Dave, died. And, well, I guess my philosophy on life took a rattle. Guess I'm just like all of you, too. I'm just trying to figure things out, be creative, love people, and listen. It's just lately, all I hear is screaming. I'd like to find some peace. Nova noticed the group nodded in agreement with Paul, except Dolly, and she appeared to keep tuning the group out, either by going through her purse, looking about the room while others spoke, or staring at the floor. Dolly, how are you feeling? 
you've appeared a little restless all evening, Nova shared. Yeah, look, I know we have to go through all that stuff before we start, but to be honest, I could have started next week and just get straight into it, Dolly replied. I'm a pretty busy person. Hmm. I wonder if you feel you've wasted your time tonight, Nova asked. No, it's just I think we all know why we're here. The rules are pretty basic, so, you know, it's not like we're children here. We get it, Dolly protested. I just want to get on with things. Nova looked at the group. Has anyone got any thoughts about what Dolly has just shared? Tony sat forward as he spoke. I think we have to start somewhere, and, well, I wouldn't know how else we could possibly start this process if we didn't introduce ourselves to each other. I'm not really sure I understand what you're annoyed about. Tony replied, looking at Dolly. I'm not annoyed, Dolly said, shaking her head. Ugh, it's just, if you knew the amount of meetings I attend every week, you would be frustrated too. There's so much to do. Small talk isn't my thing. Small talk? I wouldn't describe this as small talk. How else are we supposed to begin? We've never met before, Helena asked, wanting greater clarification. Nova noted the beginning of a reenactment of Dolly's world as she separated herself from the group with her disapproval. Ah, oh, that reminds me, Nova interjected. Small talk is something I've forgotten to mention in the group rules. Small talk is discouraged in group. By this I mean talking about the weather, a movie you may have seen, your favorite restaurant and the like. Of course, share what you will, but everything will be listened to with the group ear meaning a curiosity of why you may be sharing that information when our purpose is to explore more deeply. For example, let's say Bill is always complimenting Betty clothing. Rather than simply accepting a compliment, as one might do outside of this group, we're required to think about this with greater consideration. Is Bill trying to keep Betty happy, for instance? Or perhaps he's learned to be over, overly complimentary for other reasons. It's for the group to wonder out loud as you experience each other, Nova shared. Make sense, she added. Yes, I like that, Trixie said. I get compliments all day long. I know I'm a billboard of sorts for my work, so I use my appearance as a showcase of my work. But what I want is to be seen on the inside. The group nodded, agreeing they understood. Everything was up for interpretation and greater clarity. So, Dolly... You've caught my attention right from the start of group, Paul leaned in. You say you want to get on with things, so I'm just wondering about something you said when you first arrived tonight. Dolly sat up straight. What do you mean? I've hardly said two words, she replied bluntly. Right. Well, the words you did say caught my attention, Paul continued. When you first arrived, you said you were left with the broken chair. And then I think I heard you say you always miss out. Paul looked at Nova for guidance. Is it okay if I asked about this, he questioned. Nova nodded reassuringly. Yes, I too noticed this. And I'm glad you brought it to the group's attention so we might learn more. Dolly looked put out by Paul's interest in her throwaway comment. Oh, I didn't mean anything by it. I just know the last one to arrive always gets left with the shit, that's all. Nova furrowed her brow. Hmm. So you're sitting in the chair everyone else rejects? so there must be something wrong with it somehow. Dolly bristled a little. I see it almost every day I run a meeting. Everyone scrambles to their favorite place, mostly to hide from the firing line. Why would it be any different here? 
and now it seems I was right. For some reason, I'm in the firing line just for being the last one here. Well, I won't be sitting here in this spot next week, that's for sure, she announced. And no, Paul, I'm not annoyed. I just want us all to move along to the important things, that's all, Dolly added. Well, if that's the firing line chair, I won't be sitting there either, Helena said with a laugh to ease her own tension. Everyone smiled at this comment, except Reginald. Reginald, I wonder what's happening for you right now as you look a little uneasy, Nova asked. Reginald wanted to disappear into the background. He didn't like Dolly's aggressive attitude. He wanted her to be calm and not take so much control in the group. Oh, I'm fine. It's just the mention of a firing line sounds pretty awful to me. I don't want to upset anyone. I just want everyone to be happy. We're all coming together to try to work things out, he shared with a little hesitation. Nova nodded. Seems we've already discovered that even the most benign of questioning about another has stirred quite a bit of interest so far. We can be sure our group has begun, Nova smiled. I can see we have just on 15 minutes until group ends tonight. I wonder if you would be happy to share what your experience has been like for you tonight before we end, Nova asked. Paul smiled and said, Well, I'm glad I came tonight. I was feeling a little uneasy before I got here, you know. I have a pretty good imagination and was conjuring up all kinds of things in my mind. Everyone seems to be a pretty good fit for now, and I'm looking forward to learning more about you all and myself. Trixie smiled and said, Yeah, me too, Paul. I feel pretty comfortable now, and I like the rules about not socializing outside of group and keeping confidentiality. If you happen to come into my hairdressing salon inadvertently, I may simply nod a hello but not go any further. I'm not here to gather more friendships. It's work to me. So I look forward to working with you all from now on. Tony nodded. I feel myself already wanting to rescue Dolly. I don't want you to feel you're not part of the group just because you were the last one here. I'll sit in that chair next week if you want, Tony said to Dolly. Ugh, I don't need rescuing, Tony. I'm perfectly capable of looking after myself, Dolly replied. How does it feel to have your offer rejected, Tony? Nova asked. Well, I just want Dolly to feel okay, so I suppose I'll have to wait and see. I'm okay, though, Tony replied. I suppose I shouldn't have said anything, but I'm kind of glad I did, or I might get off to a bad start. I'm glad I came tonight. Thanks, everyone. Nova nodded. Yes, speaking up for oneself and asking for what you need from the group is an important thing you will need to become more practiced in as we go along. Helena and Reginald, would you like to speak next, please? Then, Dolly to finish. Yes, it's been interesting already. I would never have expected the empty chair would hold so much projection. Glad I'm in one-to-one therapy. It helps me understand the other things we talk about regarding what we project and transfer. I'm looking forward to next week, Helena shared. Yes, well, it's not like I imagine, Reginald shared. I've also got a good imagination, Paul, and, well, I think I may have been catastrophizing what it might be like tonight. Nova asked, what did you imagine? Well, I must say I didn't expect everyone to be so damn normal, Reginald said. It's kind of a relief, really. I don't feel so wrong about being here. It shows me we're just normal people wanting work on some things to improve how we understand our worlds and the people in it. It feels safe enough. Nova nodded and thanked him for sharing. And Dolly, you said you wanted to get straight into things, Nova spoke clearly. It seems you weren't aware of the impact of your initial comment when you first arrived. 
How does it feel to know the group, like Paul, for instance, held your remark inside him, wondering about you until there was time to ask for further clarification? And more, that you caused a small ripple in the group, and your projection of the firing line was picked up by others then. Finally, just now, Tony wanting to rescue you and bringing you further into the group in the hope of you feeling better supported. Dolly looked at everyone. She had what she wanted. She had all their attention, and they were all waiting for her to signal the group was okay. Yes, well, it's okay, I suppose, but I'm not going to be a wallflower. I've got stuff I want to achieve out of all this. I don't have time to be sitting around week after week whining about what can't be changed, she announced haughtily. So what do you want to achieve out of this, Tony asked. Dolly looked complexed. Well, I just want everyone to get real and ask for what they need. Work out their stuff and not pussyfoot around, Dolly complained. So what you want is others to ask for what they want, Nova reiterated. Yes, Dolly snapped. You aren't kids, you know. Nova nodded. I see. It seems what you're saying is you feel more comfortable when others are clear and direct. What's wrong with that? Dolly asked bluntly. Well, good communication is far more nuanced than that. There's a certain syncopation we find with others that promotes flow. Nova touched on just the beginning of exploring something new with the group. It seems our time is up for tonight, Nova said, looking at her watch. I look forward to seeing you all next week. Everyone nodded, accepting the end of their first meeting together, leaving them all with just enough curious interest to want more from themselves and each other. Music